0: Hey, it's the Buds here with Inspiration for Life Transformation. This week, we're going to talk about forgiving others when it hurts. And forgiveness is one of the most difficult things for us to do. Can I believe the reason why it is so difficult is because of the immense weight of the emotional baggage that is attached to the offense? It is so painful. It is so uh, heavy on us that we feel that we cannot possibly let go of this burden. But one thing we need to realize is that holding on to unforgiveness is actually a burden that is weighing us down in our lives. One person describes it as if you have a hook from your collarbone and on the hook you hang a a sack. And the offense is like big boulders that you put in that sack that's around your neck. And the more boulders you put in that sack, the more it weighs you down. And you are carrying this huge weight of unforgiveness for all these offenses that have been uh, done against you. And you're just weighed down by that offense. And Dune Hunt talks about what you need to do is take that hook that is weighing you down and give that hook to Christ. And we're going to talk a little bit more specifically about that. It it shows that you're not letting the offender off the hook. You are taking that hook that is digging into you and weighing you down in your life, and you're transferring that hook onto God. And you're allowing God... To be the ultimate judge in that situation. Now I want us to look a little bit about what God's heart of forgiveness is. And we see in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 32, he says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ, uh, just as in Christ, God forgave you. So we see this this great exhortation to be kind to one another, to have compassion towards one another. And that also includes that one who does us wrong. And he says to forgive each other. Now, when you look at that word forgive, notice these two words together, for and give. So forgiveness kind of indicates that you are giving something away. You are giving a gift that may or may not be deserved by the offender. If they've offended you and they have not acknowledged their offense, then they don't really deserve forgiveness, but it is a gift to them. So you are forgiving them as a grace, as a gift to them that they don't necessarily have to work for or ask to have. And also, forgiveness is not an emotion. It is not a feeling. It is an act of the will, meaning you choose to forgive even if the offender does not admit that they have done you wrong. It is a grace that you are given to them. But notice in this verse that it says, just as Christ forgave you. So he's reminding us that, yes, you need to be compassionate and kind to others. You need to forgive others even when it hurts. And the reason why is because Christ has forgiven you. Now think about your life. Think about the offenses that you have uh, done against God in your life. Think about your salvation experience. Maybe you have not experienced salvation. Maybe you have not been forgiven for the things that you've done. But understand, when Christ gave his life on the cross, he provided forgiveness for you and for me you can be forgiven. And those of us who have experienced God's forgiveness, we understand what it takes to forgive. For God so loved the world that he gave. In order for God to forgive you, he had to do the second part of that word, for give. He had to give something of himself. And he did that for you which gives an example to us that we need to be able to forgive those who wrong us in our lives because God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven us and we need to follow his example and forgive others. Also, we see in Colossians 3, verse 13, bear with each other, And forgive whatever grievance you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgives you. And remember, the Lord forgives us completely, pushes our sins from the east to the west. He does not remember them. They're buried in God's forgetfulness. As the song says, praise God, my sins are gone. So when you forgive other people, you are... Throw their sins in the sea of God's forgetfulness. You are choosing to let it go. Remember, you're not letting them off the hook. You are choosing to release the burden from you onto Christ. Because this unforgiveness really hinders your walk with Christ. It hinders your relationship with others. And it really weighs you down. And sometimes you don't realize that it's weighing you down until you choose to forgive and you choose to let it go. Matthew 5, Matthew 5 7 says, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall be shown mercy. When you forgive those who wrong you, even when it hurts, you are being merciful. And you're able to be merciful because God has been merciful to you. Now, June Hunt gives us four things here about forgiveness that we need to look at. She says that number one, you must face the offense. You must say, yes, this happened. Yes, this person did me wrong. It hurt. It was painful, that's why she says number two, you need to feel the offense. You need to understand and feel that it really hurt. This person really did me wrong and it has really caused me great pain and I still hurt from this pain to this day. The next one she says you need to forgive the offender. Remember, it is not an emotional feeling, it is an act of the will. You are choosing to forgive even when you don't feel like forgiven. Even when that person has not asked you for forgiveness. And even if they don't deserve your forgiveness. And number four, you need to find oneness if appropriate. This is reconciliation. So you need to understand there is a difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. Forgiveness only requires one person, and that is you. You choosing to forgive someone who has offended you. You only need one person to do that. Reconciliation must be a two-way street. They must acknowledge they've done you wrong. And they must be willing to make changes in their life to uh, be united back to you. You don't just go right back to the one who has offended you and begin to trust them again. A relationship must be rebuilt. That's why it's reconciliation. It's brought back together. Things are scattered. Things are not lining up. It's like when you have your budget and you have your bank account And when you try to balance your checkbook or balance your budget app with your bank account, sometimes it's not reconciled. You have to come together, figure out what's going on, and get your bank account to be reconciled with your budget program you're using or your checkbook. And that's how it is with reconciliation. Now you can forgive someone and not be reconciled with them. And the Bible says that as much as lies within you, you're the live at peace with all people. Now, some people don't want to be reconciled because they don't want to admit they've done you wrong. And maybe you don't want to reconcile with someone. But remember, if that person wants to be reconciled with you, then you have a biblical obligation to be reconciled to them and to work through the offense, and to learn to trust again. Now, June Hunt also gives us this prayer. And I think I want to present this prayer to you today. Maybe you have been wronged in your life. Maybe you've been deeply hurt, and you don't know how you're going to forgive. Remember that it is weighing you down and you need to choose to let it go. Maybe you're not ready to pray right now that God would remove the bitterness and the hurt and help you forgive. But I want to encourage you right now, ask God to give you the strength to do that. Ask him to soften your heart towards the one who has offended you. And if he has done that, here is a simple prayer that I want to suggest you pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for caring about how much my heart has been hurt. You know the pain I have felt because of, go ahead and put that offender's name there. Right now, I release all the pain into your hands. Thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross for me and extending your forgiveness to me. As an act of my will, I choose to forgive. Go ahead and put the offender's name in there. Right now, I move. Go ahead and put the offender's name again. Off my emotional hook and transfer them to your hook. I refuse all the thoughts of revenge. I trust that in your time and in your way, you will deal with say the offender, as you see fit. And Lord, thank you for giving me your power to forgive so that I can be set free. In your precious name, I pray. Amen. I want to suggest to you that you forgive the offender. Recently, I had the opportunity, or I was faced with, The reality of forgiveness. When I was hurt deeply by someone in my past, and I held on to that bitterness and that offense and that hook was digging into me. And it was weighing me down in all my relationships, slowing me down spiritually. And finally, when I let that burden go, I transferred that hook onto. Christ, I chose to forgive the individual, and I have been set free. And I want to encourage you to forgive today, even when it hurts, because believe me, the freedom you experience after you just let it go and you forgive is incredible. Well, I hope that this podcast has given you some inspiration for life transformation today. I want to encourage you to like us on Facebook at The Buzz Dallas. And we'll see you next week for inspiration for life transformation.